0: Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better.
1: Tuesday afternoon on the line with us here is Dr. Jeffrey Copen, Chief Medical Officer Northwestern Medicine, Lake Forest Hospital. Hey, Dr. Copen, how you doing? You ready for record warmth tomorrow?
0: D- did I just hear mid-60s, Anna? <laughs>
1: yeah, can you believe it? And that's from Tom oh, Skilling my. himself. 70-year record wow. that might fall tomorrow. We're looking forward to that.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, it beats the the alternative, right? I mean, <laughs> no polar vortex tomorrow. So right. Good. We,
1: we get another day. Hey, there's so much. <laughs> there's <laughs> so much out there, and and I always appreciate your perspective on these things, Doctor Copin. Uh, th- there's the Omicron thing. There are a ton of scary headlines out there. There are there are other st- There's lots out there, and I did notice this spoke through the noise to me. I wonder what you make of it. This is a South African doctor. One of the doctors who discovered the variant and reported it to epidemiologists around the world, uh, and she said that, um, I, I keep hearing there's talk of Christmas being canceled and New Year's lockdowns, and she said if you only look at the picture in South Africa, where the world's first known cases of Omicron were spotted, you realize this reaction is out of proportion. Uh, to the risks posed by this variant. She says, and I should know because I'm the doctor who first raised the alarm about it back in November. I I just wonder if you can help put it in perspective a little about what you're seeing and hearing.
0: Well, I I think what she's seen in South Africa is true. They're seeing a lot of new cases of Omicron, but they're not seeing a lot of severe disease. So that's, that's a good thing. Now, whether the South African experience can be applied to other places in the world, that's going to be the question, because the South African population, it turns out, is much younger than a, the typical European country or the United States. So that that's an important distinction, and we're going to have to see what happens as Omicron spreads in a place like Britain. And Anna, if you recall, a number of times over the last year and a half, we've talked about how Britain seems to give us the model of what's going to happen here. They're usually a month to two ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And we know in Britain right now, there's a lot of concern about Omicron spreading rapidly and taking the place of Delta. So I think over the next couple of weeks, we're going to learn a lot about how Omicron behaves in a country more like the United States, namely Britain, I
1: see. So it, it could it could respond differently here, is what your your concern is, but we just don't know.
0: Yeah, and you know, and I think we also have to remember we haven't even known about this thing for three weeks yet, mm-hmm. right? Thanksgiving will be three weeks ago in two days, this coming Thursday. So it, we've only known about this for three weeks. So everything we're hearing right now is very preliminary. And as I keep stressing when it comes to um, COVID after all two years of this, (laughs) we have to show some humility. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But what I will say is based on these early reports, Omicron certainly is highly transmissible. Mm -hmm. It does go from person to person. But there is yet to be a place in the world that has Omicron where the Omicron is showing that it's causing severe disease. So that should make us all feel pretty good right now. And hopefully that will continue to be the experience as other places in the world report in on their experience.
1: Okay, and some of the experiences that are being reported today, including I heard the CDC weigh in today that the variant is more resistant to the vaccine. There are concerns about that.
0: Yeah, so no surprise, the vaccine was not developed with Omicron in mind, and Omicron we know has all these mutations that we keep reading about and hearing about. Having said that, even though the amount of neutralizing antibody, which is the part of our immune system that would help prevent infection after two injections of Pfizer or Moderna doesn't seem to be at the high level like it was with some of the earlier strains, there's still good evidence that even two injections is keeping people from getting severely ill. So that, that's a really important point. It's still effective in preventing severe illness. Here is the good news, I think, based on, again, early results of some very preliminary studies. And oh, by the way, today is the first anniversary of the Pfizer vaccine going live. Um, everybody should know that it was December 14th last year that the first nurse um, in New York mm-hmm. was injected with the, um, with the Pfizer vaccine during the rollout of the Pfizer. That, that's pretty amazing when you think about it. It's a whole year, right? That uh,
1: I remember that, that day. Had, um, well, we even talked about it because people like my mom and so many others were just, they just had this enormous relief that there was some sense of help on the way. To protect them,
0: yeah, and it it has helped. We're not out of the pandemic, but there's no question. I mean, there have been hundreds of hundreds of thousands of lives in the United States that have been saved because we have the vaccine. Um, there's over four billion people now in the world who've been vaccinated. Um, people over the age of five in the United States were over seventy percent have received at least one injection. I mean. These are tremendous accomplishments in one year, should not be discounted at all. And it's really helping us today as we get along with our lives. So with the vaccine that's now one year old, Mm -hmm. the booster is really important because what we're seeing is people who've received a booster injection, the amount of neutralizing antibody they have increases quite a bit in response to Omicron. That's a very, very important thing. So if someone is eligible for a booster and you haven't yet gotten it, please go ahead and get it. This is a good time. While we're waiting to see what's going to happen to Omicron in our area, go get boosted, make that appointment so you can get it, because that's really going to help you should you confront the Omicron in the future.
1: Okay. That uh, is important to know. Um, Someone on the text line is asking a good question here. Lots of news about Pfizer and the Omicron, but nothing about Moderna and Omicron. Anything Dr. Copin can tell us about that?
0: Yeah, so Moderna is doing its own studies right now. Um, Pfizer is just ahead of Moderna on this, but I expect by next week we should start to see a bunch of data coming out of Moderna and other people who are doing research into individuals who received the Moderna vaccine. I I think that what we're seeing with Pfizer, one of our mRNA vaccines and what we will see with Moderna, the other of our mRNA vaccines will likely be very similar once we get the data from both Moderna and some of the other folks doing research right now.
1: Um, let me see. I wanted to ask you. Oh, the COVID pill. More questions about that. It's providing protection uh, against severe disease. Is being we have more and more positive news about this, Doctor Copen?
0: I'm sorry. Can, I, oh, I missed I'm sorry. The, first the part of the, the question, c- Anna? The
1: COVID pill. We get so many questions about that, and it continues to make news. It seems to be pretty positive. Um, although, isn't it still still experimental? Where are we with the COVID pill?
0: Yeah, okay. So there's two COVID pills that are being looked at. The first one is manufactured by Merck. Their data were presented already to FDA. FDA voted 13 to 10 to approve the, the, the FDA advisory committee voted 13 to 10 to approve the medication, but FDA's professional staff and its leadership has yet to decide what to do with this medication. As more data is coming out, there's some question about how effective the Merck medication might actually be. So that's that's being looked at right now by FDA, and I would expect in short order we'll get their decision. On the other hand, the Pfizer pill, there was additional data that came out today from Pfizer. And remember, no one's seen the study yet. This is Pfizer putting out a press release But if the data wind up backing up what Pfizer said, it looks like this Pfizer drug might have a 90 percent effectiveness in keeping already infected people who take the medication within three days of the onset of symptoms of going on to become severely ill. So if this bears out, this could be an extremely important step forward. Mm -hmm. Because what it would mean is for somebody who's at risk of getting very sick, from COVID, an older person, an immunocompromised person, even if fully vaccinated. Should an individual like that develop symptomatic disease from one of the COVID strains, this medication looks like can help decrease the possibility of hospitalization and severe illness by ninety percent. Wow. So that could be fantastic. Let's yeah. hope that those data hold up now to scrutiny and then real experience. That will be one of the things that will really help us end the pandemic and keep people from getting severely ill.
1: How about it? That is one of my hopes for next year, But my New Year's resolutions to just just pay attention and hope that uh, for the best with all these breakthroughs from the wonderful world of medical science, Dr. Cope. And I won't talk to you next week as I'll be off leading up to the holiday. I just want to thank you for everything you've done to help keep us Aware, help keep us knowledgeable about this ever-changing environment, and um, you're you're the best at that, Dr. Copen. So appreciate all you've done for us and all you do for your patients every day there at Northwestern Medicine.
0: Yeah, so yeah, my pleasure, and um, really all of us involved in caring for our community, um, it's it's our honor to do this. And. Let's hope that 2022 really becomes the end of the pandemic. I mean, it's the the right um, hope and prayer for all of us to have as we end 2021. And let's hope we don't have to go through another year of this, that we can go from pandemic to endemic, and we can really get on with our lives. I think that's what we all want. And in the meantime, everybody take really good care as we go into the holiday season.
1: Thank you, Dr. Kopin. You enjoy, too, as well. You deserve it. Thank you, sir.